The Second Monster War left the Eastern Kingdom of Vey in a sorry state. Cities and towns destroyed, thousands dead, farmlands left barren, wagon loads of children orphaned. But what is often the case after a world-changing event, the people find a reason to bind together. Neighbours help neighbours to rebuild, and new friendships and bonds are made as the world picks itself up again. This is evident all across Vey, where those who have suffered help those who have suffered in kind, sharing their bread, using their skills to prop up their fellow man. Of course, though, there are some that see a cataclysm as a money-making opportunity. You see, when the world was ravaged by goblins and bingles and grungles, the banks, therefore, had much shittier security, especially those in small towns. So two gentlemen have been doing a kind of kingdom-wide tour of all the small towns that are just big enough to have a bank, whereupon they will relieve them of their burden of having to look after so much gold and treasure and precious heirlooms. This duo of crime-doers, predictably, consists of two people. The first is Cornelius Clutch, a smooth-talking, fop-haired human who fancies himself a gentleman thief. The newspapers have unimaginatively named him The Robbing Man, or simply Robbing for short. His partner is Sloom, a ten-foot-tall giant from the mountains of Salothsar. He has the IQ of a boot and a kind heart, which is why he's easily manipulated by robbing into carrying out the heavy work when carrying out burglaries. Sloom's main role is to hit people over the head with a giant bat, which is why the press labelled him Batman. Together, Batman and Robbing have turned over 19 banks. Just one more and they'll be able to achieve their dream of buying a farm out in the West Country, where they intend to retire. Now, Batman and Robbing, your wagon stands on the periphery of the final town where you'll find that final bank. Robbing, you sit atop the vehicle holding the reins as you survey the small township. Batman, your feet are tired from pulling the wagon all this way, and your back hurts from robbing whipping you in the back this whole time. But nonetheless, your wagon sits atop a ridge. You see the town below set into a dusty canyon. A sign at the town's entry road says, Welcome to Falcaster. Despite being a sunny day, the town looks nice and quiet. No witnesses milling about in the streets. There's about five houses, an inn, and a general store lining the main street, and at the apex of the sandy street, is a single saloon called the Watering Trough, but next to that, the Falcaster Private Bank, whose sign boasts gold lettering. You can almost smell the gold from here. Easy now, Sloom. Easy uh, now. Slow, slow uh, it down. My back is hurting. Stop shouting. My back. I, I know. Look, the whipping is necessary, unfortunately. I know. Otherwise, you don't move, do you? You sit, you scratch your basi uh, bas bosteria. It's itchy when, when I'm walking. And quite fragrant when you're downwind from it. But look, we're here. This is the final place, a final payday. And by my eyes, it seems not many people around. And you know what that means? Um, no. <sighs> It, Sloom, look, it means no witnesses. Less people to bat, less people to tell on us. Understand? Uh, yes. 
Captain. Yes, I do. You say that, but you don't say it with any conviction, and that makes me wonder whether it has actually sunk in, or whether it's just... Yes! It's at this point you see several birds fly out of the trees and uh, get scared away by Sloom's loud, booming voice. Brilliant, Sloom. His voice also echoes through the canyon below. Um, The town still remains suspiciously quiet, however. (laughs) Look, our... uh, I'll let that one slide, but Sloom, control your voice. I've kept you along this long because of your size and your physique and, you know, your scariness. But look, continue to do this. I'm sorry, Corneli. (sighs) Don't use my real name in public. We've spoken about this. Rob. More like it. (laughs) Right. Shall we? Shall we what? (sighs) Head towards the town. Are we not doing that already? You whip him in the back and uh, suddenly... Away! (laughs) He bolts into action and your wagon heads down into the gulch. As you do so, Falcaster seems very old-fashioned. All the buildings are made from cheap-looking thin wood. The sunlight bounces off their clearly recently painted walls. In fact, aside from the crow feces, the main odour of the town is that of paint and sawdust. Fortunately, as your wagon goes through the town centre, you see that nobody has gotten out of bed yet. The town is as silent as a hovering mouse. No pesky townsfolk sticking their nose in your business. The only eyes on you belong to the crows that perch atop top the roofs. You head towards the bank. What's with these crows? I don't know. Do not make eye contact with them. Uh, Just do not look into their eyes. Sloom, you look up at one of them and they're quite creepy. <laughs> Can I do a perception on the uh, buildings to see if I'm gonna if I can understand the shit build that they are? Absolutely, yeah. Uh, roll intelligence. Seven. Yeah, these buildings—they're definitely buildings. You can say that much. Um, you're not the most educated on architecture, but you can say for certain that these are buildings. Excellent. Uh, can I roll an int to see if I can figure out a? Um, a way to kind of scope out the bank but but not draw much attention to myself so perhaps take the wagon towards the inn go for it yeah two assessing the situation is a little bit difficult because your wagon is kicking up a lot of a lot of dust (laughs) and that that annoying your sort of throat and eyes and mouth is uh, getting in the way but and if you appear to be sort of parking your wagon then uh, yeah, yeah you could probably get away with having a quick look at the bank Right, let, 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 let's park up, Sloom, and then we shall um, take the reins off you, of course, and then perhaps we shall pop into this tavern and spy the bank via the window. Okay, I will park the wagon like a wagon no, no, parker. Do it, in a, do it in a plan voice like I did, look, through the window. Hi. Forget it. Forget it. Shut up. <laughs> You you uh, roll the wagon up to the pub, and uh, yeah, you sort of uh, park it. And you take the uh, bit out of your mouth and take the reins off there, Sloom. And Cornelius, you hop down from the roof. Um, you're now next to the pub, which is next door to the bank. And um, what you can see is, uh, as, as you kind of look at the bank, trying to spy it up, mm. you see that the gold Falcaster private bank sign is in fact just yellow paint with a strategically placed white line. A clear attempt at a mock gold look. What gives it away though is that the white paint has dripped and bungled in with the yellow. In fact, the whole building is still completely wet. It's white paint slowly drying in the sun. 
Through the barred, frosted windows, though, you can make, that, make out the silhouette of a front desk, a queue of people lined up to speak with a teller who stands upright. They must be carrying out some complex transaction because the queue isn't moving very much. I'm gonna charge in with my shoulder, burst the doors open, and swing. All right, give me a strength roll. Can I slink in behind in a more of a stealthy way while Absolutely, he's doing that? give me a stealth roll. Uh, 22. Yeah, Sloom, you smash through the door, sending it into splinters, and as you burst in, you swing your bat widely. <laughs> you hit... <laughs> you hit two of the patrons, and something very strange happens since they crumble to dust immediately. Oh. And, and suddenly the whole room is filled with, with dust, and your eyes take a second to adjust. What did you get, Cornelius? 15 total. And you sneak in silently behind your yes. back-swinging friend. and I killed two of them. Good work. Carry on. As the dust settles and you guys enter into the bank, the bank's wooden walls are held up by wooden beams attached to the floor, such as you might see in a kind of stage production. <laughs> the, the inside is also completely unpainted, but the strangest thing, the customers aren't customers at all, but lumpy clay effigies made to look like people in a bank. <laughs> The teller isn't sat behind a desk, but an empty cardboard box, and the teller itself is just another clay man, except this one's mouth is wide open for some reason. <laughs> um, money! Suddenly, you see the uh, you see the front door, and somebody burst through it as well. And you contemplate your next move, and you're interrupted by a small green man in a jumper who bursts in wielding a crossbow. Hands to the roof! This is bloody robbery! He pauses for a second. What? There's all clay, like rock men in here, man. What? That's not good at all. I'm um, gonna, I'm gonna rob you two. No. Money in the bank. What? No. What's going on? This like bloody cardboard desk. Well, we was just trying to understand it ourselves until mm. you burst in and took our attention away. I believe this may be a trap. Maybe it's a uh, maybe. Shh, quiet. Maybe it's a golems. Maybe there's a golems, but they're sleeping. Oh, don't like them. I'm going to take a swing at some more of the clay people. Oh, yeah, you, you, you smash a good good few of them with your back. <laughs> and you see this little goblin fellow. He's, he, he, he's like, right, so that is the treatment you can expect. Put the money in the bag, hands to the roof. Hey, you, man, go away, and I'm going to raise my back in an intimidation fashion towards him. As you do that, he points behind you, and he's like, oh, no. So bloody, so bloody gas. And you see that the teller one, gas starts leaking out of its mouth. Suddenly, yeah. a metal door slams over the entrance. Oh, bloody silly Billy Awards. I just said this. What Can happened? I try and smash through the metal? Yeah, absolutely. Give me a strength roll. Come on, 24. 16. Okay, with a 16, your bat hits off of the door and bounces out of your hand. <laughs> what the, why is he making such a racket? Oh, he always does. Bloody! It's a, it's a bat, not a racket. Hey, this gas is t uh, the gas. It tastes like um, like I'm um. Don't I'm, breathe it in. Can I try and wrap, put my cloak around my face to try and? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You you pull your cloak up against your mouth, and then suddenly the goblin's like, uh, "Mister, I need to I need to call for help. I can't. I need to breathe in to do a big shouting. Just <gasps> just pass out." And you see him fall onto the floor. <laughs> um. Both of you are going to give me fortitude saves. Ooh, okay. 
Oh, I got six. And oh, fucking hell, seven for me. As you got, as your guys' head sort of swirls with their unbelievable tiredness as you breathe this gas in, you sort of come to the realization that a whole fake town has been set up to catch you guys. And at this point, you fall to the ground. No, we got too big for our boots. Clerk. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, hello and welcome to this new actual play. That was a prologue we did there, you see? It's very clever. Um, yeah, so this this uh, actual play is a DCC actual play, and we're calling it the Coprolite Spear, for reasons you will see very soon. Today we've got James Clark. James, who are you playing? Hi, I'm playing a sloom. He's a giant, and his nickname is Batman. So, yes, uh, we've uh, sort of invented a new class here where James is playing a giant, <laughs> meaning that he uses a D24 for actions, and he also uses the giant crit table, which yes, is fucking amazing. And he has a stupid amount of hit points for a DCC character. <laughs> yeah, at level one, it's ridiculous. Well, I use the giant stats out of the book, so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Nick, how about you? Who are you playing? Hello, uh, my name is Cornelius... And uh, I am more fondly known by the authorities as Robbing Man. Perfect. And you are a thief. So we got I a thief indeed. and a giant. Well, that's about it, really, isn't it? So should we get on to the actual play? I actually. think we actually, actually should actually. Should we get the frack in? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Robbing. You awake in a dank, mouldy room, the curvature of one of the mildewy walls and the way the room sways from side to side and the way you can hear the ocean all suggest that you are a prisoner on a sea vessel of some kind. <laughs> the creaking of the vessel as it waves left and right suggests it's probably quite large. You're chained to one of the walls by the ankles and wrists and your posh clothes are dirty and sodden with water. Your hair also feels completely out of whack. Next to you, Batman is chained up too, although his bindings are much heavier and there are many, many more in use to keep him strapped down. Opposite you, similarly chained up, is the Goblin from the bank. Both he and Batman are still asleep. Oh, I don't feel well. <clears throat> Never been good on chips. Sloom! 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 <laughs> Wake up! Whoa! How does your head feel? Mm, my head feels like I'm lying on chains. No, I mean your mind, your breath. Does it feel like bang bang upstairs? I am lying on chains. Yes. But your, your, does your head hurt? My head always hurts. Right. And you, goblin boy. <laughs> wakey, wakey. Hands to the roof. This is a robot. What the fuck? Nope. No Where robbing. are we? Well, it would appear we're on a boat. I don't like this. Same. I feel sick. My clothes are covered in soiled water. I've got a very big fear of chains. Also birds. Well, um, have I ever been on the boats before? You tell me. I've never taken you on a boat. 
I don't, I don't see how this is relevant to the discussion. Rebe- we have oh been, my God. What? We have been captured. So um, it is time to be uncaptured because I, I don't want to go to jail because a pretty boy like me is going to get very raped. Well, quite. <laughs> um, uh, oh. By the way, nice to meet you. My name is Clert. Clert. Um, a butt man. And, and Robin, at your service. Butt man and Robin. So, um, maybe if uh, this, maybe you throw me the key. Oh, because I have the key. Of course I have the key. Well, I mean, it's bloody obvious, isn't it? You bloody, you tied, you tied yourself up, and then you tied me up, and now we're all in this situation. And I put you on a boat, did I? And 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 I'm magically sailing this ship with my... Are you? Hand, no, it's good. Well, I was, I was quite impressed for a minute there, but actually not. But look. This is not good at all. No, we're stuck. And Sloom, I've told you many times. Two ears for listening, one mouth for talking. You understand? No. Listen. Oh, my he means you've got to listen very carefully to the surroundings for any clues about where the key might be. Clert actually is right. He speaks true. Can I have a look at my own chains to see how is there a padlock or have I got a bit of movement in my arm? Yeah, so the manacles appear to be padlocked. You've mm-hmm. got, you do have a little bit of movement, but okay. you're currently sort of hanging from your wrists, um, so much so that your body sort of is is craned around in a C shape. I don't feel very not sick. Just don't be sick, okay? It smells worse enough as it you is. You don't here. be sick. I, I'm trying. Sorry, sorry. Not to. Sorry. Can I try and um, burst free from some of the chains? Give me a strength roll. That's oh, <laughs> shit. Um, I got a ten. They appear to have been, got a lot of uh, sort of real careful, uh, um, strategic placement of chains mm. and ropes and things on you, specifically probably because you're a ten foot giant. Don't screaming! It's not going to break the chains. Help me! I've got to Shut up! Shut up! Shush! If it, and now if we sneaking out of here, you're going to alert the bloody fucking guards, mate. We can't sneak if we can't get out. Yes, but you've got to do quietly. Yes, quiet. Very gently, please. Oh wait, I've come up. Clert has come up with a clever plan. Okay, Clert. What is it? You throw me the key. I use it to unlock the chains, and then we run across the water. Look, I have no key. That's the problem. I did not put us in these bombs. I bloody forgot. Right, let just give me one second to think. I wonder if I can pick this padlock. You could, but you'll be at minus 2D to pick it. Okay. Oh, two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Cornelius, as you t- as you sort of like negotiate a lockpick up your trousers onto your hand, uh, the second you put it into the lock, it falls onto the ground, and you just hit. Clerk just goes, "Oh bloody hell, silly Billy Award number two. Look, I'm under pressure. Okay? You goofed at the bloody. I dropped the pick. I know. That's you got not- a. What was your idea? Your idea was throw the imaginary key over. No, the- no. <laughs> That's where you're wrong, my friend, because I wanted the real key. <laughs> have, have you picked a lock before? You're meant to be some great thief like I us. have picked a berry. <laughs> uh, can I try and squat to then put pressure on like uh, the lower part of the chains? Of course Ooh. you can. Give me another strength roll. Oh, oh, that's a bit better. Yes. 22. Wowzers. Um, you squat down. Your arms are still still there, but as you squat, you sort of tear a big chunk of the wall nice. away 
and uh, the room starts filling slowly with water. Oh, oh no, <laughs> I've made a terrible mistake. Um, yes. It is at this right. point that somebody unlocks the barred doors and comes in. Uh, it's an elf. He unlocks the door and enters the room and he wears a finely tailored suit and carries a clipboard and quill. His hairline is vastly receding. His eyes look very tired. You see him give sort of a really annoyed look at the small hole you've made in the side of the pipe. <laughs> Two years of medical school, five in wizard's college, and a further three years studying military history, and here we are. My name is Castian Jolemin. You may call me CJ, and my job is to babysit criminals, apparently. So, uh, care to explain what you did to the wall there, giant? Um, I've got an itchy bum, so I was trying to itch it. Yeah. It's a disability. Yes, well, so is uh, working for the king, apparently. Well, uh, to business. We're not we're not thieves. You have us must have us mistaken for someone else, isn't that right? Yes, robbing. Sloop. Oh. <coughs> well, I think your friend here has given you away. No, my name is Cornelius, and I do not know what robbing means. Look, we know quite well who you are, and this goblin, although we've never seen him before, he happened to be there at the time. Now, he was robbing the bank. He actually came in trying to rob us. Oh, right, so he's not just a new colleague of yours that you recruited for your crime oh, no. spree across the kingdom. Oh, no, no, no. We Clert are is work the... together. Exactly. Clert is the dangerous outlaw, also known as... Look, I don't know what dangerous means. But these are my new friends, and we're going to rob many banks together, so shut up your mouth. I see. I'm just going to level you guys. I don't like this job. I hate you all, and I hate being on this boat. And uh, we've got business to attend to, okay? So if you could shut up for five fucking minutes while I explain to you the situation, and then hopefully we can get home quicker. And by we, I mean me. As you know, the kingdom has been in a state of disrepair after Monster War II, and the king badly needs a large fiduciary injection. So we are sailing currently towards the Isle of Dread, where you are to recover an ancient and valuable relic, which you will need to give to the king to him to, so he can sell it to another nation stupid enough to buy it. Do this, and you will be gifted with a pardon from the king himself, or rather, the king's aide and chief babysitter, me. The Isle of Dreb, it does not sound very nice to the holiday. Mm. No, it's 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 pretty awful, actually. Uh, the locals call it the Tuntun Karuma, meaning Tuntun Island. It gained the nickname the Isle of Dread when our missionaries visited the island and turned up dead, crushed, crippled, raped, or worse. But as you three are master thieves, I think a dinosaur or two is unlikely to stop you, and I hear the local tribes are very friendly when they aren't murdering and raping you. <laughs> Dinosaurs? Oh, they're nice pets. Yes, quite. Dinosaurs. I'm sure you'll get on with them handsomely. So, that is your mission, and uh, soonly we will be there. Could you plug the hole now, please? No, it's only a slow bleed. I'll get the Wainwright to sort it out shortly. Just shut your hush your gums. I'm getting wet. Just one more question. Yes? Um, so... Actually, that was what was written here on my clipboard under any more questions. After this, I shall be leaving, and uh, you will get out once we get there. Good. Well, um, <laughs> so we must retrieve an item. That's correct. Understood. What about any uh, collateral items? Should you find anything else, it will be uh, property of the king. Yeah. Technically, you all signed a contract while sleeping. Uh, you will get to keep nothing that you find, even so much as a copper piece. But how about this? 
You hate the king, you hate your job, you hate this mission. We are in a similar situation, but there is maybe a mutually beneficial situation that is better than this. Hear ah. me out. So, how about we strike up a deal where any additional gold is pocketed by ourselves and split e well, fairly, let's say, between us and no one is to know. The king gets his item and we get rich. Listen, I like the way you speak, but I'll, uh, I'll do this only if, uh, let's say, for example, we do a 75-25 split in favor of meaning. Let's, look, that is fair. Of course it's fair. But for the, uh, let's say, the danger bonus that we're going to have to put ourselves through. How All right, 74-26, but that's the best I can do. The bone Where does Clert, how, what is Clert percentage of gold? To have. Uh, well, Clert, we will figure that out on the road. I will take nothing less than 2%. Uh, done. Brilliant. Done. That's a deal. And Sloom, are you, uh, are you, are you happy with these arrangements? Um, I, I, I think the numbers should be bigger. Ah, the giant has spoken. Yes, well, uh, the giant can fuck off and lick my bum, because the fact of the matter is, I'm the one in control here, and I'm doing 7426, and that's the last I will say of it. Should you, if, if you want, we could just take 100% and give it to the king? No, no, the king must um, not he... have any extra. He, he, has, he has thrown his money out way. He has ruled this kingdom stupidly for many years, and I believe that we are doing him a favour by keeping the money. Okay, we will take the deal. I spit on my hand and I put it out. Uh, I want you to voice chained up. So yeah, so you, you, you hock your head up and then spit into your hand, but you have no way to actually bring it forward. So he's just like, now why did you do that? You, you need to seal the deal by touching the spit on no, my I hand. No, I don't. No. I will not touch the spit. It's not a deal. It's not a gentleman's agreement without it. I know elves have gentlemen too. Okay. You oh. see him put a glove on and high five you and he's like, Ugh. <laughs> yuck. Then that's settled then. Good. Yes. We're all corrupt. Well, uh, well, I prefer to the, you use the term. Yes, we are. Yes, okay. <laughs> so, um, I I do find it slightly concerning, however, that you have not actually asked about the artifact you want to, you are to recover. My next question, and what, pray tell, is the artifact <laughs> that we must recover? That is a is it quite good small question. Actually, very well asked, might I say. What are we looking for? What's the target? Yes. So the artifact you're to recover is called the Coprolite Spear. It is a spear of immense power made from fossilized dragon dung. Of course, there's a high chance that the existence of the spear is just a myth, but it makes no difference to me. You are to retrieve it within one week, during which time this boat will be parked at a safe distance from the isle. Once a week is up, we will approach the eastern side of the island and pick you up. If you aren't there, we will leave. And if you do not have the spear, we will simply throw you overboard and leave you for dead. Understood? Well, that's not very kind. No. No, it isn't. But nor is uh, going on a robbing spree all up the country in a post-war economy. That was never proven. And nor is it stopping me scratch my bottom mm. and uh, allow me to get uh, more wet. Now, We're nearly there, you fool. Then I'll undo allow you to... me. It, oh, I, I demand it or I, I will, will undo hit you, you when we approach the Islam. I'll flex one more time at the top half. Okay, go Boy. for a strength roll. We're all in this together, and so there's no reason why you can't untie us now. Seven. Agreed. <laughs> so with your seven, Sloom, you just give it a yank, and uh, you don't manage to do anything. He's like, "Those chains are made of star metal. Stop it. Stop trying." Please, please unchain us. It's quite chafing. I've just said we're, we're going round in circles. Right. Shut up. Perhaps some food. 
food-wise, uh, we got a lot on board, but uh, but uh, that's from me and my crew, not for you, and I will be taking it too, so... But the more food we have, the more uh, able we are. Yes, but as I've said before, I give not a fuck about this crunch. Look, if you retrieve it, happy days, the king gets his money. If you don't, I don't give a fuck. I go home at the end of it anyway, so shut up. Uh, I hear there are plenty of poisonous snakes and dinosaurs to eat on the island anyway, so... So just, just shut up. Right. Look, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no use, Sloom. We must accept no. our fate. We'll just wait then. Oh, this itch is getting scratchy. I'm not doing it for you. Not again. Clerk sort of suddenly starts up. How big is the Isle of the Dreb? Well, it's uh, about uh, ten miles by ten miles. It's the size of a, I would say, a moderate city. Uh, it's it's a very much a needle in a haystack situation. What what is a haystack? Look, it it just means it's going to be really hard to find. Why why are we whispering? Yes, I knew that. Anyway, or intel, other than pop on the island and off you go. Yeah, well, I mm, legends about the spear vary, you know, in believability, detail, and stupidity, but it's generally agreed that it can be found on the. <laughs> And you see him fly suddenly into the wall beside you both as the boat is rocked very violently and very suddenly. Ironically, the two of you, along with Clerk, were harnessed and thus safe. <laughs> CJ peels himself off the wall and says angrily, Oh, for b- b- bug for Bill's sake, this is what you get when there's a kingdom-wide shortage of good boatmen. Wait here. You see him march towards the iron door um, where a torrent of water rushes in around his ankles. I see. He unlocks the door and wades out of vision, cursing to himself. The room continues to fill quickly now with water. It's up to your stomachs. Oh, for fuck's sake. Water! Clerk can't swim! Oi! Oi! Try and get higher, everybody. Come on, get higher! I'm bloody chained to the fucking fence, mate! Is there some movement? Try and claw up. I'm chained to the bloody thing. I'm going to try and jump because there's a slight amount of movement in my leg where I've loosened up. Awesome. Give me another strength roll. Let's see if you can do something useful. How about... Ooh. Uh, it'll be an 18. You smash through out of your bonds with an 18, tearing uh, an even larger section of boat out. And it is at this point with great suddenosity that a, a great flaming rock tears through the side of the boat, remaining on fire, even as it plunges through the water. You have just narrowly avoided it as you as you burst forth. But as it chews the wall into matchwood, Robin, you see your friend and colleague Sloom um, attached to large chunks of wall suddenly get sucked out of the boat by the torrent. Sloom, no! Uh, sinking away from the boat into the depths of the now boiling hot brine, he fades away into the cloudy water after only a few feet, which is littered with boat debris. Clurt is still attached to the boat. He yells to you, Robin, can I be helped, please? Look, our help just got sucked out the boat. So, you might need to look after yourself now. Um, just try and pull these things off the wall. Look, it's quite crumbled now. It's the bloody giant couldn't do it in very many moves. Robin, your feet and hands are still tied up and the water is now around your neck as the boat tips in the direction of the of the water, sinking and sinking. <laughs> Just like pointing my head up. To try. Please, oh, please, very need much help. This clerk goes under the water. Um, um, I'm trying to understand how to help you and myself. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna try and. Oh, I'm going to try and pull my dagger out with my um, 
with my mouth and try and work the lock or, or bracket. Perfect. Give me a uh, pick lock roll. <laughs> Ooh, 17. You unlock your wrist chains and it's yes. only a matter of time before the rest of it comes apart, being a master thief. And now the, you are completely submerged in the water. Opposite you, you see Clert chained up and he's panicking now. He's, he's trying to breathe and he's just breathing in gulps of briny water. And then we cut down below Sloom, you see the boat fading out of your out of your vision as you sink lower and lower into the water the heavy chains and bits of dank wood are just dragging you down below can i um try and uh, wriggle myself free from the chains yeah uh, give me an agility roll and it's going to be because you are chained up it's going to be minus 1d so give me a d16 Oh, I've got a 16. Correct. You managed to negotiate your way out of the chains. You're very, very deep underwater. Um, can you give me a reflex save, please? A 15. Good enough. You so you slip them out, and just as you do so, and you send them uh, down into the in, into this hot water, you see a shark s- 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 like darting towards you. And just as it does, you just stay still, and the just shark passes you by. Can I grab it? Give me an agility <laughs> roll. <laughs> now it's okay. Uh, 16 overall. Nice. You grab the shark by the tail, and Robin, just as you descend into the water out of the boat, you see your colleague wrestling with this bloody shark. Roll initiative. (laughs) So first up is going to be the shark. Um, the water is absolutely packed with ship parts. Blood and broken wood clog up both of your visions, making it difficult to see exactly what's going on. And Batman, as you um, hold on to this shark, you pass by a huge mast in the water which descends into the dark boiling water below. And the shark tries to curve around to bite you in the face. Uh, you take five damage Oof. as the shark bites a chunk out of your cheek. And this attracts more sharks and you can feel the water moving alive with these big ferocious creatures. Cornelia. So you are above the current fighting going on Mm -hmm. in the water, but you see the school of sharks approaching your friend and you see him wrestling down below with one of them. So I'd like to shoot my uh, uh, short bow, if I can, (laughs) and try and catch the shark to put it off. It's going to be minus 1d because you are underwater. And as you pull the bowstring, you see the arrow sort of, for, for about a foot, goes very fast, then it just floats to the surface. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just look up at it like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Next up is going to be Sloom. I'm going to punch the shark um, so that it, you know, it, it gets scared and tries to swim away, but then hold on to its back fin so that I can basically ride it. Fucking ten. You're not used to fighting underwater, and as you as as you try to punch it, your hand just sort of bounces limply off the fin. <laughs> it's, it, if anything, all you've done is annoy it further. Okay, good. <laughs> but it's not swimming incredibly fast, and you can't ride it. But uh, next up, it's going to be the sharks' turn. This school of sharks, right? They're heading towards where Sloom is bleeding into the water, and suddenly above them, they see a, a tasty, you know, snack, a, 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 a less big mortal, oh. and they look up at you uh, all five of them swoop in for an attack like a swarm but they get a two and <laughs> expertly dodge out the way and they swim around you you see a few of them filter into the now uh, very sunken boat and you hear next up is going to be the one you're wrestling with soon it goes around for a bite you sort of just slap its face out the way and it manages to, to and you manage to avoid getting bitten next up is going to be cornelius you are currently surrounded by sharks they didn't get your last turn but they're they're looking at you now um a couple of them have filtered into the boat to look for other snacks 
but you're right there. Is I would like to wind the closest shark up by like giving it the kind of uh, universal come get some sign, and then I'm hoping it will charge at me, and I want to try and maneuver myself so I get out of the way of its mouth and kind of get pushed by its nose out of the water. First of all, give me a personality roll for the taunt. <laughs> okay. He's gonna, he's gonna make a will save. Nineteen on that. Yes. Oh. <laughs> the, the, you see the shark. Um, as much as a shark can frown, it does, and it darts at you. Give me an agility roll. Come on. Fuck you, fish boy. Oh, wait, he can't speak. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's being kept in. Yeah, definitely. Come on. Yes, 17 on that. Cornelius, you um, you bounce off the shark's face and fly out of the water at least 20 feet above into the air. You take a few precious gasps of air. And it's now that you see a gigalithic tropical island in front of you. Thick jungle sprouts from the ocean, clinging to volcanoes and mountains while winged lizards fly around their peaks. But there is the pressing matter of not dying. You are now hurtling through the air and you see the beach in front of you where a handful of local tribesmen cheer and holler excitedly as you fly through the air. <laughs> several shark fins wading about in the water. Give me an agility roll to stick the landing. Okay. It's nine. As you hit the sand face first, you take three damage. <laughs> that these tribes people start jumping up and down and laughing at you. I'm gonna brush myself, I'm, well, I'm gonna pick myself up and I guess start brushing all the sand out of my face and mouth. Sloom, it is gonna be your turn next. You're still underwater. Now that Cornelius is gone, the pissed off sharks turn their attention towards you and they look really hungry. Um, I'm gonna try and tear a chunk out of the shark I'm currently on to make them feed on that. Give me a melee attack roll for shark tearing. Bit of cannibalism. Shark fucked in the 13. That is just enough to hit. D8 for damage. Eight. Oh. What? You tear this shark in two, and you see the other one suddenly hesitate. You see them <laughs> dart away, and uh, you, you are currently left only with, you know, a few tropical fish and things like this in the boiling water. Is Clerk anywhere near me? No. Good, I'll swim up. Um, Cornelius, you're dusting yourself off with sand as these tribesmen are around, and you suddenly see Sloom surface. He made it! The big boy! Over here, Sloom! Oh. Oh. You're alive! That was difficult. I know. I, I know. tore one in half. What? Well done! Good work! Now come and protect me, there's savages here. <laughs> now you have a moment to take in the situation. Behind you, the final remnants of the boat you came here on sink into the oh. water. The crow's nest being the last thing to go. Although the barrelman, who was presumably up the crow's nest, is nowhere to be seen. <laughs> the beach you stand on is home to the hottest sand you have ever walked on. But the locals, purple-skinned tribespeople, wearing very little. So little, in fact, that you can see various genitalia, which they have weighed down by tying them to stone discs. <laughs> These people eye you up with suspicion, occasionally mumbling something to each other. You hear them repeating a, a word, Iquitsuocha. Iquitsuocha. Hi! They simply stand there holding their spears and shields and don't respond to you in any way. They don't know what you're saying, but they give each other sort of furtive, like, uh, glances. And then up the hill, where the beach meets the jungle entrance, you see some of the thick vines part as another one of these purple men comes out to meet you. This one, however, appears to be wearing a t-shirt that says Radiohead on it. His tackle's still hanging out though, and he approaches you with a smile on his youthful face. Welcome to Isle of Tantan. We are the Akan tribe, and I am minister in charge of foreign relations. I am only one who can speak common, for example, cheeseburger. <laughs> Hi, we're, um, 
uh, we got sent to this island to get a spear for a king somewhere, but um, now the boat's gone, so we don't know what to do. These are details you are visited to the island. We will make you very welcome indeed. My name is Kwesibeko. Uh, what is your name? My name is Sloom. And you, my friend, Cheeseburger Justin Bieber. <laughs> I uh, go by the name of Cornelius. Nice to meet you. And I put my hand out. And he, he, he just um, brushes his genitalia on your hand gently and he just goes, Nice to meet you. <laughs> Traditional island greeting. I'll so, get mine um, out and slap it on him. <laughs> and he's just like, oh, 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 very big friend. We get on very well. <laughs> oh, I see. You know the ways already. Uh, good. Very good. Um, yes, I speak common because your people of missionaries came here before and they teach us the ways of not eating each other. That's we, good. To thank your missionaries, we ate many of them to say thank you. <laughs> they also gave me a, uh, a, a, a name for, like a similar name to Western land. So uh, I believe it is very hard for you to pronounce Khosibiko. So you are instead calling me Christian Slater. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Christian. Nice to meet you, Christian Slater. Then we will go back to the tribe. May I, before we do, ask you one thing? You may ask as many questions as you like, foreigner. Good. Um, so, apart from myself and my, my friend here, did anybody else make it ashore? We saw a man. He flew like the wings of a bat. Flew. Point no, is... no, no, he's not a bat man. I'm the bat man. Mm. It was not you, it was another man. Oh. You see, when the volcanic rocks came out flying from the volcano, they hit your boat, and one man he got catapulted into the jungle. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might be CJ. Do you know where he is? Do you know what direction he flew in? He will be deep, deep in the jungle. Probably he is being raped by rape baboons as we speak. <laughs> or dick wolves. But as he flew, I do not know what this means, but he said something about, I do not get paid enough for this shit. <laughs> That'll be him. Good. Good. At least we know he's here. He's our ticket out of here. Uh, I would love to meet your fellow uh, people and perhaps... Break bread? We are very hungry. That sounds like a good plan. And of course, uh, we will eat you. No, no, no eating. No, it is a uh, funny joke. We will... <laughs> I mean, we can pretend. <laughs> no, we don't do that anymore. We have... Some of our followers are vegan now. We eat a thing called tofu. Radiohead. Cheeseburger. Okay, um, so let's go to your tribe and eat. Lead the way. Let us go. <laughs> and he walks ahead to, uh, towards the vines he just came out of. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can I, before we do leave the beach, can I quickly turn around and have a quick look and see if anything has washed ashore? Yeah, you do see um, that washed ashore are many various bits of wood. And okay. there are some barrels floating in, in, in the water. So okay, they, they look quite big, quite heavy, but... It could be a possible food source. I'll pick one need. up. Wait a minute, guys. All right. Yeah, Sloom, you just pick one up and just carry it. Grab the barrels. Own. That's it, Sloom. Good, good, good giant. I saw you point it out for me. I'll turn and bow at them and then I'll walk with uh, Christian.
And as you follow Christian Slater and his mates through the jungle, you become acquainted with a large number of bizarre and terrifying creatures. Chimps with wings, snakes that sing, beetles <laughs> the size of dinner plates, and among the trees, many of which are new colours you've never seen before, you see nests housing baby versions of those winged lizards you saw earlier. Christian walks ahead, conf confidently hacking his way through vines, vine-like snakes and giant webs. It is not much longer, okay? Dr. Martin's boots. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good, I'm glad, because my feet are hurting and my mm. back is hurting. Yep. You must get used to island life. We do not have time to be hurt. <laughs> okay, I'll stop hurting then. It is at this point you hear a bizarre sound that emanates from somewhere nearby. Go away, please! I don't want to be ripped to sheds, please! The screeching of baboons also enters your ear space. He... he this noise, he sounds like a foreigner. You, do you know this noise, man? That sounds like a clerk. Don't eat me, please! Don't like it! Clerk! Yes, it's me, clerk! Hello! Please save me from these baboons! He did make it. So, um, how do we uh, stop rape baboons? He looks, he, he looks very um, concerned and he's like, they do not usually come this far into the jungle. Hmm. Uh, this is very concerning indeed. The thing with the rape baboon is that they also breathe fire. <laughs> <laughs> As such, they are not native to the more flammable parts of the jungle. This is a bad omen indeed. Can I, um, I say that we do not save your friend. He is as good as raped now. I'm going to move forward and because um, I'm obviously large, I want to just start like kicking my legs to just kick them out of the way. Okay, you wade forward into the jungle with the intention of kicking the baboons like soccer balls away from the tree, and you see them turn towards you. They're bearing large fangs, the single eyes on their head, and they start coughing flames up. Roll initiative. Oh, God. <laughs> Sloom, you, you, as you burst forth, they turn to you and, yeah, they're coughing up fire. You going to take that shit? Nope. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to dodge the fire and then I'm just going to go uh, directly for the tree that clerks up and try and shake it. I will have to put the barrel down first. Okay, yeah, you put the barrel down, run up to the tree, give me a strength roll. Go on. Let clerk glow. 21. Yes. You shake it and clerk falls down on one of these uh, baboons. Roll a d6 for damage. Five. You um, clerk crushes one of the baboons, and uh, you hear sort of its bones crunch underneath <laughs> it. It's still alive, but he's now being sat on by an annoying goblin. Yes. Next up is going to be the baboons' turns. You see, one of them turns to you, uh, Sloom, and spits fire at you. Um, all it does, all it serves to do is actually ignite a nearby tree, which um, starts to catch very quickly indeed. Oh shit! The next one then turns to to Clurt on the other guy's back does the same bloody thing, setting even more fire. Suddenly, the jungle is alive oh, with fire. You hear all of the wildlife escaping nearby, and um, you are surrounded by flames and smoke. The third baboon with Clurt on him is gonna try and hurl him into the jungle, and also fails. <laughs> you see it writhing around underneath Clurt, and, and Clurt's on top of him, just, just, just like, don't move, this is a robbery. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is going to be Cornelius. Oh my god. Uh, right, so can I get, can I sneak around the back and try and pull off a backstab on one of these while they're occupied? Go for it. Give me a move silently, Roll. Uh, because of all the chaos of the fire, you are going to get uh, one plus one D for this. <laughs> 
10. <laughs> you get 10, and uh, you, you're trying to sneak round, but clumsily you just sort of burst into the clearing, tripping over a bunch of uh, is it fleeing snakes. <laughs> oh, fuck. And the baboons turn towards you, angry. <laughs> All right, cool. I'm just going to be like, hello, and then fire, a, fire a, uh, an arrow at one of them. Perfect. Give me a ranged attack roll. That's a seven. <laughs> Your, your bow is still quite wet yeah. and um, as, you, as you go to shoot off this arrow you pull it and it just sort of slips in your hand the arrow sort of listlessly falls into the mud <laughs> even the baboons look unimpressed by it <laughs> next up is going to be Clurt who you see him pull out a dagger and try to plunge it in the one he's sitting on his back and he manages to succeed <laughs> scoring 54 points of damage killing it instantly as it was already crushed by him oh, he's like nice Jurassic Park! <laughs> <laughs> he seems very pleased with himself. Next up, going to be the tribesmen. Um, you hear them sort of exchange some words. <laughs> you just hear them running away. <laughs> Shit. Lovely. Can we, uh, do we clock what direction they're running? You can hear. Okay. Um, you, you can hear what direction they're running in, and it just seems to be sort of general away. Okay, right. <laughs> um, but you know which direction they didn't go, and it's yep. where you guys are. Okay. Next up is going to be Sloom. Uh, Sloom's just going to pick Clurt up. going to pick the barrel up, and just going to walk towards the tribe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in that case, to do all of that stuff, you're going to have to give me an agility roll first to pick the lot of them up. So Clurt and the barrel. Go on. Four. You slip on some wet mud as your giant feet, uh, as your giant feet skid through the floor. What the hell are you doing, man? Dancing. Well, that is no time for dancing. It's time for killingsmanship. Uh, next up is going to be the baboons' turns. As you slip, the two remaining ones are going to take this opportunity to blast you with flames. The the gout of flame that comes out of one of their bloody mouths isn't that big, only doing D3 damage. Is it more like and, a bat? Yes, he just sort of goes... <laughs> like that. And, um, you are hit for only one damage as it singes your eyebrow off. <laughs> Oh, I was growing that. The next one, angry, sort of starts slapping the ground and does the same thing, going for a, going for a, to breathe fire on you, and um, fails and uh, just goes right up to your face and goes. We <laughs> got mmm cheeseburger. <laughs> All right, next up is going to be Cornelius. Two of them are left and uh, they haven't been damaged yet. Fuck. The wet bow's not working, so I'm just going to have to come in with the dagger attack. Give me a melee attack roll for the dagger attack. Hey, 20! Alright, you are going to roll on the crit table yes. for the thieves. Yes. Take that! You hit this fucker for two damage, yep. but because of your crit, you also knock the baboon prone, and you get another attack. Oh, 17 on that one. And this! Six damage! Whoa! Okay. Bitch, mate. Yeah. So, after pushing this thing down, you bring your dagger up, and then back down into its chest, killing it immediately as it... Burps one last tiny jet of flame <laughs> as it's swan song. Um, uh, Clerk, Clerk spins his dagger in his hands and then hurls it at one of the remaining baboons, <laughs> scoring a fucking crit. Oh, Shut up! Oh, Come on, Clerky McClurt. Inspired by you, he appears to get the same result and he boots the baboon onto the floor, hitting it for four damage yes. and then goes for a separate attack, hitting it again. <laughs> For another four damage <laughs> and he kills the baboon and you see gouts of blood like spray out of its neck and into Clurt's face and he's like oh that was so beautiful <laughs> beautiful work 
Yes, uh, I, I have to say, my dear Cornelius, <clears throat> I'm very much inspired by your battle move. Well, thank you. That was my double dagger attack. Bloody James Bond over here. Mm-hmm. Nice. If I knew what that was, I'd probably be happy. Is a, a player but a spying man. Right. You're quite educated for a goblin, aren't you? I'm quite uh, worried about all the fire mm. creeping closer to my legs. Yeah, he's got a point. Uh, Sloom, away. Uh. Come, quickly, this way, where the fire is not. Um, you guys sort of start walking away from the fire, and as, as, as you're doing so, sort of nervously looking back every so often, <laughs> Clerk is like, I think it's quite good that uh, when they locked us up, they left us with our, our fighting tools. Fools. <laughs> <laughs> Fools. We was always going to get free. Yeah, well, nobody can hold. How did you get here? I don't know. <laughs> was it you that flew through the air? No, that, I don't, well, I don't remember. I might have flown, but mm. I did not flown. I don't remember when I flown. Right, well, I hate to bring this up, gentlemen. All I remember was water rushing in. Wow. And then, and then, scrat, I flew into the jungle. <laughs> I don't know, remember if it was on legs, but I hit my head. <laughs> well, um, scrat. As it, as it stands, we have no means of getting home. And I don't really know where we are going. Mm, uh, well, we... Uh, mm. Really, though, and now, please, can we not be here? Mm, I agree. Let's find these villagers. Perhaps they can provide us with some food. He just nods. There's sort of an awkward moment of silence, and he's like, Is anyone good at tracking? Mm, a little. A he's word. got a big nose. Sniff the floor. Good idea. I'll, th I'll try that. All right. Give me a sniff roll. Uh, this is going to be intelligence. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Shut up. That's pretty good, mate. I've got a fucking... I've got a, a, a 20. Yeah. You see Sloom slam his face into the dirt and start <laughs> sniffing. Um, and, uh, yeah, you, 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 get, you get a good sniff on. You know mm. the exact direction that they've gone behind it's you. this way. <laughs> just walking away from, like, a fucking fire. Yeah. And uh, Clerk, Clerk is just like, all right, then. Lead the ways. And I'll, 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 I'll walk up front. And you follow the trail of the tribesmen. Yes. Eventually, your journey um, through the jungle as you're wading through these bizarre tropical plants and screaming frogs and, and very tiny snakes... You come, it's kind of come to a huge clearing. Uh, the, down a hill, you see this tribe's headquarters. It's many mud huts and a big cooking pot in the middle. Above all of the uh, many huts and people milling around with their stone-disced penises, you see a big fat man sitting on a chair, not unlike an umpire's chair. <laughs> he's got bones and things around his purple head, and he's sort of barking orders at the people that mill around below, sort of getting food ready and things like this. And obviously, spying you guys come in, um, Christian Slater, he turns around, he's like, Hello guys, hello, wow, nice to see you. Britney Spears. 
<laughs> we made it. No thanks to you. You guys ran away. Well, I did tell you it was a very dangerous situation and that you should have left your friend behind. No, but we needed... We're not like that, okay? It's hey, called loyalty. We, yeah, we don't know where, how he managed to escape, so we need to save him. Mm. Uh, that is not a good reason to save somebody. You he owes see us money as well. Okay, well, understood. <laughs> um, well, uh, welcome to the Akan tribe. You see, over here we have Hut 1, over here we have Hut 2, over here, this one we call Hut C, and over <laughs> there is Hut 4, top the, the, the big chair, that is our chief. Ah. Hello! And the chief sort of waves, beckons you over and he's like, it is polite to introduce yourself to the chief. And so I, after having d have done it earlier, <laughs> will walk straight up to the chief and slap my dick on him. <laughs> You, uh, you walk up to him and your dick just about reaches the top of the umpire's chair. <laughs> he gives you a little pat on the top and then he's just like... <laughs> and um, Christian Slater translates and he goes, he says he likes you. He says it is a bold move to do this to the chief and he admires you very much so. And I'm just there with, uh, with, a, with a silly grimace on with my thumbs up and towards he, the chief. And he just goes... <gasps> Do not put your thumb up. I was just... I'll it is a great insult. <laughs> the chief, he, he sort of looks at you like scowling. Mm. What I'll do is I'll pretend to bite my thumb, but then when I reveal my hand, I've tucked my thumb into my fist. <gasps> Black magic. You made your thumb disappear. And then what I'll do is I'll put my fist back to my mouth, blow and open my hand to reveal all five fingers. You see a muted applause suddenly uh, come out from the from the tribes people as you perform this rudimentary magic trick. The chief, he likes your magic trick, magic man. You must teach our tribe of such ways. Okay. As long as you don't eat us. <laughs> no, ang, ang, ang. Can I look around for any signs of humans' bones? You, so all you see is a, co a cooking pot currently bubbling over. Okay. It looks like some sort of thick yellowish brown liquid that's in there. <laughs> and um, as you peer over at Cornelius, Christian puts his arm around you and he's, he's like, Oh, the food is for later. We will be eating about three hours' time. Oh. For now... You two look like you could do a treat with a traditional Akan massage. And you, little man, um, can he be trusted? Mm. To be perfectly honest, I do a bit of stealing. Mm. Don't, he... don't nick anything from here. I will, I, I will not steal the tribes. There you go. See? Okay, then you can get a massage as well. You have earned it, my friend, by... Saving us from baboons. I just hope that fire does not reach. <laughs> reach our tribe. Oh. I'm taking it's like still like smoke bellowing from a part of the... Oh, yeah, there is. Oh, there's <laughs> definitely <laughs> smoke. And um, he's like, okay, go over to Hut 5. That is where you will get your traditional Akan massage. I put my hand up and go, we weren't pointed out, Hut 5. It is because I was about to point it out for you when I told you about the massage. Oh, okay. Where will we receive our massage? I have just said it was Hut 5. Hut 5. And which one is Hut 5? It is the one I pointed to just 30 seconds ago. If you could perhaps point one more time. We guns do not like to point more than once. We <laughs> see it as a waste of time. Okay. But it is that one over there. A transgression I will forgive this time. But do it again and I will slap you so hard. Okay. okay. Understood. Come on. Oh, we deserve this. 
you guys start heading over to the to the massage area and it smells fucking good in there um as you enter you see three beds laid out with areas to put your wrists and feet in and uh, it's uh, they look like very comfortable beds there's some sort of massage oil in a, in a sort of mildly heated pot over by the side sitting on the white coals and it, the smell is tantalizing yet familiar mm. and Clert he leaps onto one of the beds immediately and he's just like this is really cool it's actually like a proper holiday good you go first we'll watch and I'm gonna start. I'm gonna sit down. Is it? Is, uh, what kind of flooring is it? Is it like mud, dirt, or sand? Mud, mm-hmm. like hard mud. Okay, cool. Can I? Um, <clears throat> can I just start, sort of sit down and just start using the hard mud to itch my bum with? Yeah, absolutely. You start scratching it on the floor like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, he's like, "There, you're really going for it, there, mate." <laughs> oh, this is the best uh, scratch I've had in ages. <laughs> Cornelius, what are you doing at this? You can see Clert lying down on a massage bed, having taken his clothes off. You mm. see your friend scratching his butt on the floor. I'm going to observe and see what happens to Clert. Okay. You stand in the corner and after a good five minutes of butt scratching and, and, and Clert relaxing, you see a big fat guy come in the room. He's got a white headband around his head mm-hmm. and he's a darker purple than the rest of the other guys. You see sort of like little burns and welts going up his arm and he sort of sticks his hands into the mixture down below and starts rubbing them together he then points at you Cornelius and he goes quick one book and points at the bed quick one book quick one book okay okay I'm, I'm coming I'm coming I'll take my cloak off you take your cloak off and, he, and then he pats the bed <laughs> right okay well there's no use there's no use prov- waiting any longer and you sort of fell your britches down and leap onto the table. Um, as you do so, he starts massaging you, and this guy's got very nice, like powerful hands. He's, he's getting out, he's getting out all the knots, and he keeps on. Well, with a ladle, he's getting more of this massage oil out and sort of doing it all up and down the old. Wow, he's working it. Both of you, give me an intelligence roll. I got an unnatural twenty-four. That's thirteen. Thank you. Okay, with a thirteen and a twenty-four, it's not difficult to recognise what this smell is. It's 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 clearly it's clearly some sort of pig fat <laughs> that is being is being swathed over you Cornelius and uh, he's yeah he keeps basting it on over and over <laughs> yeah. and he's and at a certain point it's weird right but he does a kind of swan like gesture <laughs> with his arm and yeah. sprinkles a, a good a good helping of salt on you once he's done that and he's successfully massaged all this stuff in, he then does the same to Clert. And Clert seems to be very unironically enjoying it. Not sort of, he doesn't clock onto the same things you are. Right. And uh, he, the guy finishes the massage and Clert, he's like sort of stretching out. He's like, that was so lovely. And uh, I just want to say my compliments to the masseuse. And he pats him on the back. The masseuse just gives him an angry look and just goes, mm, Quango. <laughs> Then he looks to you, Slu. Pointing um, at the bed. I'm going to turn my back towards him and continue scratching my bum. <laughs> okay, you're going to give me a personality roll here to see if he thinks you're worth ignoring. Uh, 16. You hear his hot breath in your ear as he leans down to speak to you. And I'll just look at him <laughs> in the face. And I'll get up on the bed. <laughs> I'll lay with my back on the bed. 
Okay, nice. he's massaging. He gives you sort of a sideways glance as he his eyes eye you up suspiciously. You see him do what is the tribal equivalent of a shrug before massaging it into your front. And I think, I'm just going to say this, he gets into all the crevices. <laughs> as, as he does so, he's, he's really massaging it. You're going to give me a fortitude save here. Oh, mate, 21. He's loving it, mate. Saloom, uh, you managed to avoid gaining an erection from a man rubbing your penis, which is which is a bonus. <laughs> However, you are now very much uh, oiled up, salted, and he actually puts like a little bit of what smells like paprika Ooh. onto you. I'm going to start sort of rubbing that seasoning um, and then licking it off my hands. Does anyone else's stomach rumbling? You see, um, after a while, he's he just he just leaves. He cleans his hands on the floor, just wiping them on there, and he's just so. So I'll get up and he leaves the room. You guys are now alone in this masseuse's area. Oiled and seasoned. Oiled and seasoned. And <laughs> Clerk was like, seems like a very nice man. Yeah, I'll just get up and then um, um, the front of me is all nice and relaxed and feels nice and fresh. So I'm just going to sort of just look around. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you look around and this, curiously, this hut has, it has no windows. It's got no windows and uh, it's just as you start to take a look around that you hear so, sort of what could be conceived as sort of a, a locking sound. Oh, I'm used to hearing this, so I'm going to go towards towards the sound. Um, hello? And you, you hear nothing from the other side, but you can hear that people are chatting outside. You, but you don't hear anyone respond to you. Uh, can I try and open the whatever's been locked? Give me a strength roll. Here we go. Fifteen. Uh, as you as you sort of tear it off the uh, off off the hinges, so to speak, you uh, you see that it was locked by putting sort of like a stick in it, <laughs> yeah. and uh, the stick gets smashed to splinters. <laughs> Suddenly, about thirty tribesmen all standing there look on you with surprise. Most of all, the uh, the, the chief and uh, of course Christian. Oh yes, uh. uh now it is time for the traditional Akan bath. And you see, he points, he motions to <laughs> a giant cooking pot in the middle of the village, and he's like, it is very warm and very nice. We Akans, what we like to do is to get them! Roll initiative. Cornelius, you can hear the ruckus outside. When you hear traditional Akan bath, you, mm-hmm. you suddenly twig. You're about to become a delicious soup. I'm the dinner. But you are still in the masseuse chamber and you can hear the, f- the rushing of many feet. Right, I'm grabbing the, I'm going to grab the hot pig fat. Just distract them. What, uh, how am I distracting them? I don't know, just, I'd look tasty. Look, you're covered in, covered in seasoning. Go, go walk towards the pot. Uh, is that what this is? Oh, no. Yeah, they're going to eat us. Silly Billy Awards. They're going to eat us. All right, uh, distraction clut. He runs out, scores a two, and he just goes, Nobody's paying any attention to him. Back in. It didn't work, Cornelius. Just keep shouting. Look, squid. That's it. Uh, yeah, I've got to try and run with the hot pot and ladle and start flicking hot fat at them. Give me a ranged attack roll to start throwing hot, boiling hot pig fat at people. Try and eat me, will you? <laughs> Let's see if we can eat you. 17. You run out of the hut with the hot oil in tow and uh, you you hurl it at this group. Unfortunately, you are kind of firing into melee at this point. So, uh, Sloom, give me a luck roll. If you fail, you're also going to get uh, with the hot fat. I've got an eight. You were going to roll 2d8 damage for the hot fat. Nine. Um, so you you hurl this over the group. Sloom, you take nine damage and suddenly a delicious smell fills the air. 
Where do you see a Sloom's skin start bubbling instantly? Oh, I'm sorry, Sloom. You also see um, many of the villagers with this hot oil. They start their skin starts melting off. Give me a D30 roll. Let's see how many of them you kill. Twenty-one. Twenty-one. <laughs> Only nine villagers remain as you see them writhing around in the floor, their skin bubbling and turning into crackling, leaving a delicious smell but a hideous scene. Trying me, were you? My friends. Wow, that was a very heroic. Thank you. But you hurt me, so it also wasn't. I'm sorry, Slim. We'll help you out later. Next up is going to be Sloom. You see nine of them still sort of trying to surround you with their spears. The chief sits still atop his bloody thing, um, ordering them around, but they're surrounding you, all sort of chanting angrily. Can I pick up a body? Yep. And lob it at the chief? Yes. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, all right, give me a, ra- a ranged attack roll, please. Yes, right, uh, within the critical range. Table that you pick up this body and hurl it towards the umpire chair. Give me a uh, crit roll. An eight for a 12. You hurl the body at the umpire chair, smashing it and the chief immensely. You see that the chief did have a club sitting next to him that he was probably going to use on you, but that gets turned into splinters as he smashes into the ground. So with seven damage, the chief looks bloody annoyed and gravely injured as he sits in the the remains of his beautiful chair. And he is fucking furious. You see him sort of arching to get up as he cracks his back. (laughs) The person that you threw has also just turned into a big red cloud. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, mate. That's it, mate. Next up are going to be the tribes people. The nine guys are going to take an attack at you. You slum and get a 19. 10 damage as they all start poking you and poking holes in you that start to leak. Then the, then the chieftain gets up and his only recourse of action is to pick up a nearby rock and he tries to hit Sloom with it because you just fucked up his chair. He scores an eight. You see it whiz through the battlefield and knock listlessly onto Clert's head. Ouch! <laughs> Why? <laughs> and um, I'm going to point twice at the chief. You oh. Oh. Give me a personality roll. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a 16 overall. Yeah. You, he, you point at him and you just seem to go... And he is furious. And um, he's, he's getting ready to sprint towards you. And by sprint, I mean a slow fat man walk. <laughs> Next up is going to be Clert's turn. And he's like, don't have to tell me to Clert. And he scores an 18, throwing, <laughs> throwing his dagger at the chief, gets four damage. <laughs> and it sticks into the chief's chest, and he's, he looks down. He's like, "It quits, watch." Nine tribesmen remain. Nine. The chief is still going, but he's a bit fucked up. Cornelius, what are you going to do, man? Um, You're out of fat. Uh, right, I am going to concentrate on the chief, thinking that if we can take the chief down, I'm hoping that the the tribe will obviously, you know, lose morale. So um, I'm going to take aim at hopefully a semi-wet bow now with a semi-wet bow and shoot at. The chieftain. Perfect. Oh, shut up, crit. Crit. Wowzers. All right, roll a. Uh, with the plus one. Roll a d10. Seven. As as you as you ping the arrow off and you see it flying towards him, it's going straight for the chest, and uh, you're gonna uh, inflict another three d4 damage alongside oh, the d6. Three d4. Eleven total damage. This powerful hit sends the guy fucking spinning backwards with yes. force lands face down in the mud <laughs> you see uh, you see him start to sort of like uh, you see blood start to pool underneath them as he dies and now i'm gonna have to make a morale check for yes. the remaining 
bloody villagers. They fail their morale checks, yes! and you see them start to run away from the battlefield. You see Christian Slater running with them, and he's, he's like, I will not forget this cheeseburger! <laughs> and they sort of disappear into the woods. And uh, you see Clerk go and fetch his dagger from the chief's chest, sort of turning him over with his foot, and he's like, well, that is one way to start a holiday. Mm. Well, there's no need to let him go to waste. I'm quite hungry. Mm. Oh, yeah, I'm going to eat some of the... Because um, I'm a giant. Mm. Right, I'm going to eat some of the um, popped people. Yeah, you start eating the crackling off the off the back of these guys, and uh, it's it's pretty nice. I mean, it, t- it tastes quite similar to sort of like a nice roast pork. Oh, nice. Very nice. Can we pop the chief in the pot? Uh, Sloom, do you want to do that? Right, look, once you've finished your person, pop him in the pot. That'll show him. I don't know if the chief will... Okay. I don't know if the chief will like that. Wait, well, I don't he's, he's sleeping. Dead. He's quite dead. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'll just, I'll just, like, bung him in. Yeah, you assume you pick him up over your head effortlessly and bung him into the pot and get him cooking up. <laughs> It's only a short amount of time before the sun has set in this uh, bizarre tribal village that you find yourselves in. And you see that the the smoke still emanates from the forest as you are sat around a nice roaring fire with a bloke cooking in it. <laughs> the, the, the actual the smell of it is intoxicating and lovely. And it looks like give it another half an hour and this delicious man soup is going to be ready. <laughs> you guys are sitting around and uh, Clert is sort of like... So, uh, I hear it is traditional to share stories of treacherous activities and interesting times around mm. the fire. That's right. Um, That's right. Is it? Y- yes. It's, but this is really nice. Nice, various moons shining down. Very nice fire. Uh, I feel like we are going to be the best of friends. Mm. I would like that. We, yes, well, yes, we we are we are to help each other out to survive, and if we get off this island, then perhaps, perhaps, I but we can never speak uh, of what we did here. I've never had a friend, but I thought he was. Can I eat my boss? We we, we are we are a we are, you know we are we are a friendly term. Yes, uh, right. Well, uh, here is my campfire story. One time, uh, back when I was in the Goblin Lands, my dad, he said to me, go to buy a newspaper. And I went to buy it, but I had to cross a farm. And I bought the newspaper, and when I was bringing it back, I got e- it got eaten by a cow. <laughs> oh. And then? That is my story. Wow. You need to work wow. on your storytelling. That no, was a good sto- oh. no, no, it was not good. That was not a good story. He lost the paper. Silly. My dad was very angry. Um, you silly award. Tell us about your greatest heist. There was a woman. She mm. was standing by the roadside. And give me the purse, I said. And then she gave me the purse <laughs> and I ran away. <laughs> Very good. Five gold pieces for Clert. Mm. Wow. It. How about uh, your favourite heist? Heist. Well, I Heisk. mean, I love them all. They're all fantastic. But, you know, we've got a bit of a reputation. We were actually on our final job. 
That was to be our final job, our final payday, and away we would go, together, into the sunset, laughing into our riches. But then it was all clay. It was all clay and lies. Uh, but no, I did quite enjoy that bank in Titsy. Do you remember? Yes. I did not expect to not see what I thought I'd see mm. in the city of Titsy. Quite literal, Titsy. So By the sea. Mm. And it is around town. Mm. Mm. On a hill, a boob shape. Mm. Yes. Mm. Yes. Is that... Mm. I would like to go there. Interesting traditions. I think I used to think that I was a tit man, but uh, I think I might be an ass man because mm. when I am walking down the street, people say to me, "You're an ass man," <laughs> and suddenly your conversation is sort of cut short. It's just very, it's really nice actually. It's quite relaxing. Sometimes when you knock off a civilization, it's just, <laughs> it's just a good laugh. Yeah, you know. You know. And you suddenly hear. And bursting out of the smoking forest, you say you see CJ, and suddenly bursts out, and he, he eyes you up. He's frantic. He's not wearing a shirt, and he's got something drawn on his bloody chest. I go, hi. Oh, there he is. And he's like, no, no, look, there's a, there's a thing chasing me. What? And he, he and you guys wait. Sort of, he turns around, and like hesitantly, he's like, there's a sort of silence. There's no sounds except for the smoking of the forest, the chirping of the various animals, and he's like. It real, it really was chasing me. It really was. We're like looking. We, I, I like try to look over his shoulder to see if I can. I can't see. Both of you, give me the intelligence check to look into the dark jungle. Uh, ten. Uh, seventeen. Salim, you see a badger, um, and you assume that must be the thing that was chasing him. Ah! But Cornelius, a you badger. see a big slithering, almost mermaid-like creature green with a circular mouth with several rows of, of vicious looking teeth oh. holding a trident and it's it's sort of rushing towards um, CJ and as it does so you just see it suddenly look back in fear as uh, this part of the jungle kind of catches fire. You guys are safe because you're down in sort of a muddy area mm-hmm. but the thing uh, this weird befanged creature suddenly retreats back into the woods in a way and he's like I think I'm safe. I think we're safe. How did you make it ashore? What do you mean? Oh, I was... <laughs> funny story. Uh, I got... The, when one of those... I haven't finished the story, you giant oaf. No, I'm a giant. I'm not an oaf. Uh, I can tell this is going to be a long, bloody... A long, bloody marooned ship. Now, listen. What happened was, is when those volcanic rocks started hitting the bloody boat, I got flung into the sh- into the bloody woods. Oh, yes. That's you. You're the catapult guy the tribe speak of. Yes. And I know what your next question is going to be. Why am I wearing no shirt and why do I have a map drawn on my chest? Mm. All good questions. Because I asked them. And I'll tell you why. Is because um, I, before the ship started to sink, I got I, I remember hearing a rumour that it was in a temple somewhere. And where did I find myself? but a temple. Mm. And what did I need? A paper and a pen, which I didn't have. So I uh, used some sort of uh, red liquid I found on the floor to carve this into my chest. The burning sensation is quite uh, is quite um, rigorous. Mm. But this is a map to a temple I found in the, in the bloody jungle. And inside okay. the temple is the spear. Well, I'm, that's what I'm hoping. Mm. Now, I don't need to, I, I, I don't, I'm under no illusion that I'm going to help you find it. Why I, did you leave the temple? 
because I was being chased by those things, those slithering men. Oh. Hmm. As I gazed into the frontitude of the temporium, I saw these things, many of them rushing out snake-like. They were whole, uh, there, there were many mangled corpses in the, in the, in the way, and, 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 and they, it was clear that they eat people. Hmm. They eat people. Hang on a minute, what's that in that pot? Oh, dinner. Right. So, so it's a sort of a sort of a when in Rome situation. It's a bit complicated. Look, so we You're boiling a man. They were going to boil us, you so see. So you boiled them right back. Precisely. Well, gotta be honest, lads, after the day we've had, I can't wait for a bit of a uh, bit of food. Let's uh, tuck in. And um you see him walk towards the walk towards the pot, his hands ready to sort of uh, pick off a bit of this but you know, um slow boiled man. <laughs> And just as he does so, you hear a hideous screech come from the su- uh, f- uh, from the skies. What the heck is that? Swooping in, you see a giant bird suddenly take CJ by the uh, by the shoulders <laughs> and swoop up to a nest atop a mountain. Oh no! It's took our map. Save it! And and CJ. Shoot the bloody thing! Oh, uh, I'll try. All right, well. No way! Too late. Come back. Come save me. <laughs> right, give me a shot with the bow. <laughs> Four. <laughs> Sadly, uh, the, bo- the the giant bird gets away, um, wow. and your arrow flies through the air. You see it fly to the top of this mountain and sort of gently place CJ down, although they're very, very far away. And oh, um, Clert, he just looks up and goes, "Did anyone remember the map?" No. Yes. Do did. Oh, draw it in the sand. No, I remember he had a map on uh, his uh, chest. Uh, oh. Maybe it was like I start like drawing lines in the sand with a stick. Give me an intelligence roll. Five. Ha! You you start you start drawing sort of almost like uh, almost like um uh, automatic drawing, and you're going around doing these shapes, and it's only once you're done that you realise that you have just drawn like a house, <laughs> and it's like there's a sun beaming down on it. Can I give um, it a go? For maybe you? not. Remembrance of the map. Yeah. <laughs> Crit fail. Crit fail. Oh yeah, you remember the map. You remember it very well. But you, Nick, you just look at what he's drawn in the ground. It's just a spiral. Wow. Yes, this is it. That, yes. Yes. Very good. Very good. Very good, um, Sloom. Um, perhaps but, uh, we'll we just double check with the real map. Yes. Yeah. M- maybe we okay. go find them just to compare notes because but it's I very good. It's very round. Okay. Yes. Well, we cannot go up a mountain after a giant bird than a map man on an empty foods. Mm. Yes, I'm tired, so I'm going to eat the man and then sleep in the massage room. Mm. CJ uh, looks safe. It's a very comfortable nest. I'm going to do the same. And you two, as the last uh, action for, for this day of your quest, you guys have a nice big meal and settle down for the night before going to save CJ. But that's your only lead currently. Okay. <laughs> and as you sleep in this nice and warm massage, quote, unquote, room, mm-hmm. you fall into a deep slumber on this alien island. today's game. Hey. Oh, 
bum, bum, DCC. That was fun. It's good to be back playing yeah. DCC for definite. So that that adventure was a little bit a little bit mental. But yeah, I kind of yeah, wanted yeah. it to be a I little like bit it, like I um, feel like it kind of yeah. It's similar to our recent session <laughs> in terms yeah, of mentality. Yeah, I mean it's it. The thing is, right? I, what it is is that if with the Isle of Dread, which is the module we're running at the moment. It's got like a lot of ways you can start it, like a lot of ways. Mm. And one of the one of the most common, obviously, being a shipwreck. Mm-hmm. But I kind of wanted to have actual context, not just oh, you're going there and then you're. No, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. So um, yeah, I, I to be perfectly honest, I've got I I got in my notes here about you guys sort of uh, pegging um, that that you were being cooked, mm-hmm. but I didn't expect sort of mass murder to happen. <laughs> But, you know, good idea. Throwing well, yeah. pig fat at them. Well, it's been yeah. sat there, heating up. We just... Oh, oh, how the tables have turned. How the turns have tabled. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, literally in some cases. But yeah, yeah I mean, uh, so that... Yeah, we're running the Isle of Dread, mm. uh, AD&D 1, and we're doing it with uh, DCC RPG. Mm. Uh, so hopefully, next time, you guys will get into... Uh, get to find this map. Get the but map. You, but it's up yes, a mountain. Get the spear. Not get Go attacked on. by the snake person. But or the, the singing snakes. But it's um yeah so uh, with the James's class the only the only thing we're doing differently here is that Ryan uh, Ryan bloody Ryan. is that Nick you're playing a thief it's just a standard mm-hmm. thief from the book but James we 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 kind of had the idea of him being a giant early on so we wanted <laughs> so to good. we wanted to I looked actually to see if anyone had made a giant class yet and they hadn't so all I've done is taken the stats straight out of the book mm-hmm. and then made him a warrior but instead of having the deed die he's got the giant crit table and he uses a d twenty four instead of a yeah, d20 because so he's bigger guy bigger dice bigger guy bigger dice yeah <laughs> I, I quite like the um, really bone situation because it was quite funny especially the fact that Clert randomly reappears Clert <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even know how he got there because he hit his head <laughs> it's so good yeah very fun very very good fun I hope well, everyone else enjoys it yeah I mean uh, if you want to get in contact with us uh, mm. then do so we've got discord or 3trpgpod at gmail.com yep um, or go on the Discord to submit questions for the normal episodes and things yep. like this. But of course, we've got Patreon, so search for us on there and donate, and you can become a character just in like the CJ. series, mm-hmm. like CJ, mm-hmm. who is one of our patrons, probably the best one, best one, because he best pays guy. the most. Yeah, no, we can't say is that re- no, that's a bit. We can't say that, can we? No, no we can't. But he does. Um, and uh, yeah, so so if you want to become a character, see, I was going to make Clert into a. Um, into a, a PC from the Patreon as well and I probably should have but I just like the name Clert so Clert's much. good <laughs> and it goes really well with his voice Clert <laughs> uh, yeah for anyone uh, uh, yeah so so that is it for this actual play I hope Ooh. you guys have enjoyed it look forward to the next one and we'll see you on the Isle of Dread yeah. oh yeah bitches yes. shame it wasn't the Isle of Bread that would have been much Ooh, nicer yummy mm. speaking <laughs> of bread let's go eat bye yeah. everyone